Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 3 of Now Playing. I'm one of your hosts, Delta Kanucky, and alongside me, as always, I Hello have movie Ben. And we are back. It is E3 week. It has been crazy. Last episode, we made bets on things we would see at E3. If we lost them, we would have to turn pickle juice. What's happened with that, uh, Ben? We were both right. <laughs> we were both... Both our calls were right. Uh, you said that Nintendo was going to show something other than Legend Which, of Zelda during their treehouse. Before house. we carry on, we should uh, preface this with when we made the bets, it was... Because I think when the video went up, when the video we didn't went know. up, yeah, yeah. We didn't know, yeah. What, when we shot that, we didn't know. As I was editing, I found out that Nintendo had backpedaled on that and said, no, 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 we're going to show, we're going to yeah. show more stuff. So I texted you and you're like, well, you're off yeah. the hook already. Um, meanwhile, as confident as I was in Crash Bandicoot making an appearance, I had to wait till Monday true. night. Just, just, just sitting there like... Oh, please, Sony. Please reward my confidence here. Don't make me drink pickle juice. And Crash Bandicoot showed up. So Nintendo... What did they show? They showed Pokemon Sun and Moon. I know that. What else did they Honestly, show? Honestly, I just... I didn't even give a shit about what else they showed. I just wanted to see Zelda. <laughs> you just that was it. To see... And what it, we'll, we'll talk yeah. about Zelda a bit later then. Uh, for me, oh, Sony came it. out. They they've, made a, they've made a deal with Activision... And uh, we are getting Crash Bandicoot 1, 2, and Warped, the original PS3, PS1 trilogy, sorry, rebuilt from the yep. ground up for PS4. And Crash is appearing in Skylanders. And I was worried about Crash appearing in Skylanders. That rumor was floating around for a bit. He looks good. He looks like Crash. It looks right. Um, gameplay, so. so I'm happy. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy with that. Um, it's not like that Crash of the Titans Crash Bandicoot with the tribal tattoos. Oh, and, uh, oh. oh no. We don't talk. Let's just let's oh, Crash Bandicoot on Game Boy was by far the best one. And the guys, well, no, 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 no the PS One, PS One games were the best. First of all, um, but it's the guys that made the the, uh, the Game Boy games that are that are doing the the uh, the remake and uh, the Skylander stuff. It's Vicarious Visions. So yeah. I'm I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Um, so those were our bets. Nothing, nothing bad. It's unfortunate. Happen to I us. feel like next um, time we do a bet, we'll have to ramp it up to something a little more extreme than pickle juice, like hot sauce shots or something. like that. Well, I, I think we should maybe make the uh, the stakes something that is a little more enjoyable, but bring the bets up to something a little more ridiculous that there are higher yeah. chances of us losing. Um, so with that out of the way, let's talk about... Well, the title, the title of the podcast is now playing. So let's talk about what we have been playing recently. Ben, what have Hotline you been playing? Miami 2. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh, I really nice. enjoyed the first game, and I was really excited when this one was coming out, and I didn't get a chance to get it. Uh, just because money was tight and I was saving up to go to school. But I finally got to pick it oh, up, man. and hot damn, it is fucking fun. I've just been playing it nonstop. It's taken time out of my uh, Doom and Fallout 4 play. Uh, oh. Yeah, no, it's it's really fun. The graphics are great. The music is superior. Like, just... Like, I downloaded, like, four songs already on my phone. I've got... I think I've got almost oh. the whole soundtrack on my laptop right now. Uh, all around a fantastic game. Uh, I have it on console, so, you know, uh, I've played Hotline Miami, the first one on PC, and the controls are superior. The mouse just makes it so much yeah. easier, but, I mean, it, it's intuitive. I like using the, the joystick to shoot. It reminds me of games like Smash TV and, um, uh, what was that, zombie game? Whatever, the uh, Black Ops Arcade, uh, Dead Ops Arcade. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I do Dead enjoy Ops, yes. uh, the thumbstick controls. Um, 
yeah, no, it's really fun. Uh, have you played it? Uh, I've played the first one. I'd be really curious to try them on PC. I haven't played either on PC. I imagine, yeah, the mouse would make it much easier. The thing for me with Hotline Miami, the first one, I tried playing it on PS3 and PS4, and I couldn't do it. I couldn't adjust to it. It was weird for me. I installed it on my Vita, and mm. I love it. I don't know why. It just I guess it's one of those games that's just perfect for sort of a handheld for me. And one of the things... Actually, my Vita's just over here. I think the battery's dead. <sighs> it's dusty. Uh, I'm a bad member of Vita Island. Um, one of the nice things about the game when you're playing it on here is like you're able to sort of s screen peek essentially mm. and see around you by just putting your finger on the okay. screen and moving it around. Uh, and it's a nice little thing. And yeah, it's the analog stick, so it's not as precise as I think I'd like it to be. Um, but it's fun. I enjoy the first one. I haven't picked up the second. It's a game that I feel... It's just one of those games that's going to end up on PlayStation yeah. Plus at some point. So, um, you know, if I eventually reach a point where I might buy it, but otherwise I'm okay waiting for it. Plus, I have a huge library of games that I'm falling behind on. Like, I haven't even started Blood and Wine for mm -hmm. Witcher 3 yet. So, that's like 30 hours of gameplay I haven't yeah. even touched. Um, for me, what I've been playing, I've, I've, I've gone way back with what I'm playing. I've been, like, feeling super burnt out on games and just been sort of forcing myself to play because I'm like, oh, I have this backlog, I need to work my th way through. I went through sort of my library on PS4 to look at all the PlayStation Plus games, and I decided to install Grim Fandango Remastered. I had never played Grim Fandango before, but I'd heard about it for years and years and years, and it always looked, like, the art style of it always looked super cool to me. I wasn't sure because the gameplay I'd watched was like, this doesn't line up with sort of the art deco style yeah, of a lot of the it's art. It's a point and click, right? Like, I think... And awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an old yeah. point and click game um, that's been uh, remastered for PS4. Um, and I'm really enjoying it. Like, the art deco is there. Like, the artwork that I saw that, you know, was my image of Grim Fandango, that stuff is in the game. It's just... It's in different mm. sections. Um, it's a really just nice game to play after you know constant triple a games and huge open worlds and all sorts of insanity of like the modern day games it's nice to just play this old game from 98 i think it came out and just sort of enjoy myself and uh just play like a just a mm. smaller game and that art deco i like that art deco style and the music is something that i adore like that that alone can make me love something like the rocketeer as much as that movie has issues it is i adore that movie it is one of my favorite movies because it's just it nails like that tone um and i i personally love it so i'm i'm having a good time i'm uh i you play through four years in the underworld and i'm through three of them so i'm nice. hoping to finish that up soon yeah no i i haven't played it i downloaded it uh when it was on ps plus but uh, i didn't plus, start playing yeah. it uh don't know why yeah, no, I just I don't know. I decided to decided to give it a shot. I'm enjoying it. I'm 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 liking it, but I'm going for the platinum trophy. And god damn it, Tim Schafer. Tim fucking Schafer. Guy's awesome. I've I haven't met him, but I've been near him like multiple times at PAX. I've just been in line for a game talking to my friends, and then I just kinda turn around and look around and then Tim Schafer just walks right by me and I'm like, it's fucking Tim Schafer! <laughs> But goddammit, Tim Schafer put a gold trophy on this game, forcing you to play through the entirety of it with the tank controls. So what that means is here, I'll grab my controller. What this basically means with tank controls in this game, what you it's not uh it doesn't work with the camera. 
So you press up on the D-pad. You could use the left stick, but it's terrible. So press up on the D-pad to go forward, no matter what. No matter where the camera is and where you're facing in relation to the camera, that goes forward. Same with your left and your right turn. You have to use left and right to turn. So are, and, are you just uh, playing through with the tank controls right now, or...? Yeah, I'm playing through with the tank controls because I'm going for the platinum. And it, it literally says, like, play through the, in- the description of the trophies. Play through the entire game with tank controls. And then after that, it's like Tim demanded or requested or something like this. Tim requested that we have this trophy. Yeah. Right? So he specifically did that just to screw with people. Um, and it's not the worst. Like, it's not awful. Uh, but I would like to play it with the updated controls that work with, with the camera. Uh, it'd be kind of nice. But I've, I've sort of adapted to the tank controls right. now, so it's okay. Uh, so that's what I've been playing. And from there, let's jump over to what is in theaters right now. The the other half of the double Okay, so yeah. I'm assuming because it's you, you haven't seen anything. So, I still, yeah, I still, I still haven't. But let's let's talk. Let's just talk. What's what came Conjuring out this past 2. weekend? I know Conjuring Two, which I very Warcraft. much wanted to see. Uh, Central Intelligence. Oh, Warcraft, right? Central Warcraft Intelligence came is not out. Yet. Uh, is it not? I'm looking at. Uh, I'm it's looking coming out today. It's coming out today, isn't it? Says. And so is Finding Dory. I'm googling this. I'm. Oh yeah, no, it's coming out tomorrow. And so is Finding Dory. And what the hell? Why is Which this? Is... Okay, their website's screwed up. So yeah, Finding Dory. Um, and is yeah, now you see now me too out. Uh, not, and now you see me too is out as well. Um, and that movie has an inexplicably large cast yeah. of stars. Um, why is that sequel being made? Somebody, somebody okay, in Hollywood just, really it, wanted it, and oh, I, I bet it was all of them. It's... I bet all the main talent went out drinking, and they're Maybe. like, "Hey, we should do another Now You See Me movie." It's just a it's like another Oceans series. Yeah, it's 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 well, Oceans were fun yeah movies at least. I don't, I don't think these oceans. are. Um, um, but yeah, it's just a strange series of events. Like, why was this movie made in the first place? How did it get all the actors it had in that movie? Why is a sequel yeah. being made? How is it getting even more big actors? Like, are they paying a lot of money? Is this something where like everyone involved just likes each other and wants Daniel to work Radcliffe together? Daniel Radcliffe is a magician again. I don't know. <laughs> he was. I was actually watching a bit with him on Fallon recently, where he, apparently when he was going around doing the the press junkets for for the movie, everyone was sort of jokingly asking if he was teaching anyone magic. It's like he can't do anything. It was. It was like Dave Frankel apparently got ridiculously good at card tricks, and and was teaching him how to do stuff. Uh, like apparently, like Dave Frankel was like cutting fruit. Oh damn, cards that's pretty shit. cool. So I'm like, oh, that's, yeah, okay. Like, if, if that's in the movie, maybe I'll go see the movie for that, because that's cool. Um, no, neither am I. see that movie. <laughs> uh, the Conjuring really 2, good. I really it's to go really see good. this past weekend, but E3 shenanigans just distracted me. I guess that's the trade-off. Um, I, I, pre- I kind of perused uh, E3. I didn't get too into it, but I watched yeah. Warcraft, and I saw The Conjuring 2. And oh, so yeah, I did end up going to go see Warcraft. See, I gotta like take advantage of my sister works at the, at the Metro Town Theater, so like I gotta take advantage of her and get in to see some free movies or something. Uh, abuse that power. Yeah, I don't. I don't. That sentence was. Uh, <laughs> I gotta. I gotta take. I know. Advantage I know. Of I know. I know. I know. I gotta take advantage yeah, of her job. Fair. There. You didn't help with the abuse her um, after that. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Anyways, Conjuring oh, Two no, was no. Uh, as as far as Conjuring sequels are two. concerned was pretty good. I, I liked the first one more, but this it was really creepy. I'm probably gonna I am gonna go see it again. And uh, there's a few things 
once you see it, we can talk about it more. But um, yeah, there's a few things in the movie where it's like, well, that's fucking stupid. Why'd that happen? But overall, uh, James Wan kills it. It's atmospheric. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's uh, a character in the film called the Crooked Man. He's the highlight of the movie. Uh, I swear to God, there was a part where it was stop motion special effects. I really want to look into that, but just a really great character design. Um, an interesting kind of twist on possession films at, at the end of that. Uh, I mean, it seems obvious and maybe, you know, to the wrong person, you wouldn't find it that interesting, but I did. I thought it was a, a neat twist. Uh, like I said, we can talk about this more once you've seen it. Uh, but yeah, no, overall, I, I quite enjoyed it. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, hopefully I will see Conjuring 2 this weekend. I'm going to try and get someone to go with me. If not, I might just go on my own. Because I'm sort of sick of just like going to people like, hey, you want to go? And they're like, oh, maybe. And then they, yep. they sort of bail. Um, I have too many things I need to catch up on. I haven't watched a movie in so long. And I actually, I was just, I was tired and I lay down on my couch yesterday. And I was flipping through and there's nothing on TV because it's the middle of the afternoon. But I think AMC was running Jaws Oh, great movie. <laughs> and I just threw it on right at the start of the movie. And there was something like... Oh, I miss kind of just sitting down and seeing the studio logos go. And I love the studio logos. They're my favorite part. So, I, I need to really just sit down and watch yeah. some movies right now. Jaws 2, um, not that bad. It's okay. It was, uh, I watched about half yeah. an hour. It's not ago, good, but... It was a little ridiculous. Like, half an hour through, there was a huge explosion, and I don't really remember why. Yeah, it wasn't... It was better than Jaws 3 and 4, though. Well, yeah. Uh, diminishing yeah. returns and all that. Um, so that was uh, yeah. That that's that's. So we've talked about in theater. So yeah, we won't talk too much about too. But you saw Warcraft. How I've heard the crit- So the critics don't like it. Okay. But the people who are Warcraft fans seem to like it. So I'm not sure. I am not a Warcraft fan. But I was skeptical of the critics because I felt like this could be an IP that they just didn't get. So I went in with an open mind, and my opinion of it was neutral. I didn't I didn't like it, but it wasn't. I didn't dislike it. It was just kind of, yeah. I saw a movie. Um, They, you know, when like Marvel fans or comic book fans complain about, you know, these movies are for us. How come they're not following the comic books more? Because get over yourself, comic book fans. Comic book movies are not for you because you're not making this studios billions of dollars china and the general public are so but this 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 was made made for warcraft Warcraft fans fans. the movie starts up and i'm like what the fuck is going on i had no idea what was happening (laughs) they just start dropping characters and spells and locations and shit on you and i'm just i'm just sitting there Mm. no clue what's happening uh i turned to the guy that i went with and he's just like Uh, and uh, at the end of the movie, I still had no fucking clue what happened. No, it was... But the action was well done. The special effects were pretty decent. Um, I asked a friend of mine who who had seen Warcraft after, because I, I knew he saw it, and uh, I asked him, so uh, what, what did you think? I was really... I don't have an opinion of it, because... I, I mean, I do a little bit. If I had to lean, I would lean towards the dislike a little bit, just because of, of some of the performances weren't that great, and some of the plot devices were a little yeah. yeah but uh yeah 
That's sort of what I heard, is that there are sort of issues here and there, but, like, just the, the enjoyment they got out of seeing a giant orc smashing dudes in, mm. like, IMAX and stuff was enough for them. Which to is not good, it. because, I I mean, maybe yeah. I'm just less forgiving, but I don't like to give movies passes, because, oh, cool, thing I liked happened in it. It's like, you know, I like seeing Thor beat the shit out of people, but the Dark World sucked. Uh, yeah, oh, that I, was terrible. Anyway, and I love Godzilla, but the 98 film was a pile of shit. I don't care if he was... That's yeah, anyways, but yeah, so I asked my buddy if he liked it, and he said uh, that he actually agreed with me, and he's like, a, he's played all the games, he's a huge Warcraft fan, and then he said that, okay. yeah, no, it was nice seeing all the stuff that I liked, but overall, as a movie, it was not that good. So... Okay. So it just it sounds like it's something where if you're a big enough Warcraft fan, you can sort of overlook the fact it's not. You'd probably be able to enjoy film. the story a little more because it's it's made for you. Um, I, I if yeah. a Warcraft fan told me that they liked it, I wouldn't pass any judgment. If somebody who had never even touched, you know, like never even heard of Warcraft outside of the Mr. T commercials, I'd be a little confused. <laughs> okay, uh, I don't think it's one I'm going to see. It'll I'll wait for it to come out of theaters in all likelihood. Um, it was interesting that you said you were neutral to it, though, because that sort of reminds me of our initial reaction every, to every bring this movie up again to Batman v yeah, Superman. Yeah, I've grown to dislike Batman v Superman a little more. We we grew to dislike that with about within about ten minutes, but when we initially walked out of the theater, we were totally like yeah. neutral on it. I remember that was the general reaction. We were just like, "What did you think?" And we're all kind of like, "Yeah." Eh. Eh. And then we started talking about it and, like, tearing into it and realizing we didn't even remember parts of the movie right yeah. after walking out. And that's that's when we started to go sour. I think part of it is because we started talking about how there were a couple people in our class that we knew were going to love that movie no matter what. And we just, like, we sort of started taking, like, the contrarian perspective a bit. Yeah, um, well. But, yeah. How does it... How does it uh, rate on the scale of neutrality in terms to our initial reaction of that movie? Slightly below, still. Well, slightly. Really, you came out more negative than you did. Yeah. For... Well, I mean, the more I think about it, you know, scenes like where Batman was just being a general badass, and yeah, it's not enough. Like I, I really started to think about it, and I think I would be on the more positive side if the movie was one shorter and two a little more lighthearted. It was too dark. It was too long, and overall, it it it, it makes the other scenes feel less special. For instance. X Men Apocalypse, which I just which okay, I just saw, yeah. I I've gone into that like on my breaks or when I get off my shift, I walk into that and I watch where wherever the movie is at just to see the Quicksilver scenes and a few of the action scenes because I'm willing to sit through the rest to get to those parts. I would not be willing to sit through the rest of Batman versus Superman to get to the Batman bits because the rest of it is so bad. Uh, and that's what that's what I've been saying to people is that X Men Apocalypse and Batman v Superman are very interesting because I leaving the theater and initially I feel the very same about them like very neutral, but X Men's got more good to it. Like it, it, instead of having an ov overall sour feel, there's there's some there's much more humor and there's it's it, there's much more enjoyment to be had out of it. With Batman v Superman, it's so brooding and it's so depressing that mm -hmm. like why. Who, who, and it's Superman, like, I mean... Oh, yeah, no, he's he, he's not supposed to be dark and brooding. He's supposed to be the foil to Batman who is dark and brooding. But I have some bad news for you on that movie getting shorter. I know, it's making it better. fucking longer. Why? No, 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 no. Because the, the additions of the Ultimate Cut leaked. The post has been removed from Reddit now, but I read it earlier in the week. Um, just 
um, breaking down each of the new scenes. Um, it might have been possible to make this movie shorter or keep it the same length by removing the Wonder Woman stuff and set up for Justice League and bringing this yeah. stuff back in. Because the majority of the stuff that was cut fleshes out the Africa storyline and makes the entire movie make sense. And as I was reading this and putting it into the context of the film, I'm sitting there thinking, holy shit, there's actually a decent Yeah, well... He... It would still be super dark and super brooding and not lighthearted enough, but there would actually be a movie with a plot that makes sense. Uh, and Lex's motivations were a little clearer and not so ridiculous. And Superman actually had some dialogue and was shown helping people. Uh, like, I'm reading this and I'm like, fuck, I'm going to have to watch this ultimate cut because even though it's going to be three and a half hours or whatever it is, there's, there's actually a decent movie in there now. At least based on what it, I'm reading. Uh, just, I don't know. I look forward to the fan cuts, though. Let's see, let's see if they can cut out some of the other stuff I, and uh, bring it down I to a reasonable think, length. From what, I, from what I've also heard, yeah, if they include some more of Lex motivations and some more, you know, like you said, the Africa stuff, that, that'd be fine. That doesn't mean all the other shit is not in the movie anymore. No, 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 yeah, the other, yeah. But All I, those flashbacks are still going to be like, there. Uh, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm looking forward to the fan cut that cuts some of the stuff out. Like, I know the nightmare sequence is longer, apparently, in the ultimate cut. Um, but it, it like, it makes more sense because the, the, the latest news is that Snyder went off script a ton while shooting. Like, a lot of the stuff that is in there was not in the script. So when you hear the actors praising the script before the movie, it starts to make a little more sense now. Because you look around, it's like, okay... That wasn't in the script. Snyder added that in. Oh, this was supposed to be in the script. Okay, now the story makes more sense. Now I understand why this praise was there. Like, uh, there's there's just so much more detail. The whole thing with the senator and uh, the, the piss jar and all of that, it makes so much more sense now. Like, there's this whole thing where she, she realizes she's getting played right before it blows up. And, like, there's a whole, like, there's an actual story arc there now uh, with the senator. Uh, and I'm just going, like, what the, what the fuck were you guys doing yeah. in the edit room? You butchered this. There was a decent movie here, and you butchered it. And it kind of, I'm actually kind of angry about that now, and I really hope Zack Snyder yep. gets thrown out. Because um, uh, we've talked about this in the past. If he was a director of photography, he'd probably be one of the most revered names in, uh, yeah. certainly in the genre. Uh, absolutely horrific director, though. I like um, I like Watchmen and so 300. From, I hate 300, actually. I actually, I, like, I just genuinely do not like that movie. Watchmen's okay. Um... But I think part of that might be in mm. spite of him. Uh, and of course, it's like it's he does take Watchmen and do it in a completely different tone than the source material. Um, so from there, we've talked we've talked some movies. Let's talk about E three now. Let's that's what's been going on this week. The craziness and sanity around that. Um, should we go through each of the conferences? Uh, sure. Day by day. Sure. EA started off on Battlefield Sunday. 1 looks just, oh, 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 so good. If you didn't watch EA's conference, be happy. Because EA had all the right pieces to do something really cool. And they tried, they, they basically tried to rip off Bethesda's style of, of press conference from, from last year. Oh yeah, my I didn't God, watch it. it. I just saw the Battlefield 1 stuff and I thought it looked cool. It was, they showed, they showed five minutes of Titanfall 2 at the start. 
really cool. Great way to open. Um, what did we even go to? I don't even remember what we went into after that. I remember there was... Um, oh, do we go to Madden? We went to Madden. And we talked about Madden Esports. And they followed these Esports players around for like five minutes and then brought them up on stage and talked to them. And I don't even remember seeing the game, Madden 17. I just, like, we're talking to these guys who are like, oh, well, uh, for people that don't know, it's it's tough to be a professional gamer. It's like, what? Yeah, what? Th- those concussions must what? really suck. Yeah, yeah. And then it went from that to 20 minutes about the new story mode they're adding to FIFA I, oh, 17. Oh, just before. That wasn't a knock on professional gamers. Just concuss- I was just making a Madden joke about concussions. Yeah, yeah. There's a bit of a knock. Like, come on, guys. I understand there's a lot of work put into it, but like, really, fucking really. Your jobs, your jobs, play video games. You got it pretty goddamn sweet. Um. Uh, but yeah, then they spent like 20 minutes talking about the new story mode they're adding to FIFA 17. Oh boy. Um. Uh, I get. I I understand FIFA's a big thing. It, this was like an hour and a half conference, and you spent about 10 minutes on Madden, 20, 15, 20 on FIFA. They spent five minutes talking about four upcoming Star Wars games. Yeah, what were they? I don't remember. Uh, they talked about... Sorry, they talked about the Bespin DLC and show... Which is coming out next week. Next week. They showed about three seconds of footage. As I, as I found out after, there's a stream just for the Bespin DLC tomorrow on, on the 17th. Um, but still, it's fucking E3, guys. Um, they then showed a bunch of behind-the-scenes stuff of people working in their offices talking about uh, Battlefront 2 is coming next year and there's going to be a campaign. This Already? Time. Yeah. Yeah! And then they, they, they just said, they just showed people like behind-the-scenes in the office working on stuff like, and we're helping DICE make Battlefront 2 next year, and yeah, okay, and on to the next thing. And they showed some motion capture of uh, the Star Wars game that's being made at, at Respawn, and there was like lightsaber fighting. And it was just motion capture, like, not actual in-game footage, just the guys doing motion capture. I'm like, okay. And then they f- flew away from that. It's like, oh, Visceral's working on a game, too. And they showed, like, two seconds of early in-engine footage of uh, some guy in, a like, a trench coat walking out into what looks like uh, Moss Eisley. Um, but the most interesting thing that came out of that was uh, it appears that it's set in the sequel trilogy era because those were First Order banners and First Order mm. TIE Fighters flying by. So that's kind of cool. Um, but there was literally like three, four seconds of footage, and that, that's all it was. It was all like behind the scenes in the office. Look at us working at Star Wars, and Star Wars is cool, huh? It's like you have the fucking you know Star Wars really license, cool? guys. You 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 didn't show anything. You know, it'd be really cool if uh, EA produced what? uh Super Force Awakens for the Super Nintendo. <laughs> I'd be down for that. Super Force Awakens and Super Rogue One. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to see someone do those games. Well, I mean, wh- why not? I mean, I, I, that was a joke at first, but now I'm thinking about it. Why for like the virtual, yeah, virtual console games, or yeah. some shit, right? They probably think it went so. Okay, you're you're probably right. Yeah, I mean, some some companies would certainly do yeah. it. EA isn't one of them. Um. So that happened, and then I think I sort of blacked out, and there might have been other stuff going on in the conference. And then they showed the Battlefield 1 reveal was hilariously awful. They came out and they showed like the first 20 seconds of a trailer, and then they came out on stage and they talked for a bit, and then they went back to the beginning of the trailer and showed the entire thing. And it was like a, 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 an 80 second trailer. 
And then that was the end of the conference. Then we went into this one-hour Battlefield Squad stream, which was showing gameplay with commentary from these random esports dudes and a bunch of fucking celebrities there for no reason. Jamie Foxx was there, and he was probably drunk. Um, Zac Efron was there, and he was looking paranoid as hell, and his eyes were bugged out, and he's sweaty, and I think the reason for that is Snoop Dogg was there, and I think whatever Snoop was smoking, Zac had some of it, and it was fucking him up. Because, straight up, the best part of this entire thing was when they cut to a medium shot of Snoop playing Battlefield 1. Very clearly not doing too well. And the eSports guys were like, Oh, look at that concentration. And Snoop just has a joint hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> and I'm like, Bravo, Snoop. Bravo. <laughs> like no one's gonna say a damn thing to you because you're Snoop. Dogg. Yeah, no, he's if anybody. He's and that was fantastic. That. He's probably got a green card. Oh yeah, no, it was fantastic. I was, I was, I was loving it. I thought it was hilarious. And the game, you know, the game looked cool. The gameplay was not great. It was a mix of like Hollywood celebrities and YouTube celebrities, which was very weird. Um, I don't know what the hell was going on there. I don't know how they convinced all those people to show up. Like the YouTube people, of course they showed up, but the the Snoop Hollywood probably just wants why? a free copy of the game. Actually, I yeah. probably showed up to play. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck Zac Efron and Jamie Foxx were doing there, and Emily Retta, whatever her face is that showed her tits. Uh, Zac Efron was probably there because uh, he's got that movie coming out. Uh, whoever and whoever need to find dates for a wedding. Oh, maybe was that? But he didn't plug it. Anyway. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> so I don't. I don't even know. He was just like he was there. And it's funny because they spent so long talking to these esports guys during the Madden section. And they're like, look at these guys, they're so cool. And then when they cut over to show like their host with Zach Efron and Jamie Foxx, they're like, oh yeah, like yeah, we're gonna play Battlefield One. Oh yeah, and uh, these guys are here. Uh, you guys have to be here. They're like, yeah, we're jazzed. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? So it was it was by far the worst. I think the worst press conference I've seen in a wow. lot of years. Um, later on in the Sunday, we had Bethesda Skyrim, which. Seems more more up your alley because, like you said, you've been playing other than Hollow in Miami, you've been yeah. playing Doom and Fallout. Uh, we opened up with Quake Champions. Yeah, no, I don't I don't care about Quake. So initially, I was like, "Oh shit, cool Quake," and then um, it was sort of like, "Oh cool, it's a hero shooter, like Overwatch." Okay, and then I found out it's Saber Interactive, who are like, they don't have a great track record making the game, and I'm like, "Oh oh." Okay. Uh, hype for, hype for that. I, I just said I don't care about Quake and and I love first person shooters. Huh. I was sort of like I was interested, but like they don't have a great track record. If they prove me wrong, fantastic. But based on their previous release history, it's sort of like, oh, okay. Well, we'll see how this goes. Uh, from there, what did they talk about? They talked about some Fallout Four DLC mods. Um, coming to console. Uh, I think and they might be out on Xbox One already. They're coming to PS4 okay. as well. Uh, so that's that's something. If you're gonna be st if you're still playing Fallout 4, come the full. Yeah, I actually I wasn't that. too thrilled with the DLC. Honestly, like I was looking at it, I'm 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 really interested oh, really? in the uh, uh, Nuka Cola amusement park of uh, Nuka World. But oh yeah, that looks the other cool. ones. Yeah, I yeah, just think, cool. Whatever. Okay. So yeah, they showed off the Nuka Cola Park, and uh, they re-reveal. Well, not even re-reveal because it's totally new. They revealed the new reboot of Prey. Yeah, again, it's yeah. I'm like, 
I, I, I wanted Prey 2. I remember seeing that demo being played at PAX years ago and it looking so, so cool. Um, this doesn't yeah. look like Prey. They've, they've slapped the name on what looks like a System Shock. Which would be awesome, by the way. And I'm... Yeah, exactly. System Shock 3, fuck yes. Fuck yes. But why are we calling it yeah. Prey? Let's call it something new. Um, the box art looks really nice, though. If you've seen that, the box art they got is That's really something. sweet. Hey, look at um, so I'm 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 what yeah I'm interested I'm interested in that game I wish they didn't call it Prey but I'm interested um, did I mention Dishonored yeah, two I'll, I'll get that I'm, I liked the first one a lot I had a lot of fun playing it I like how the amount of people you kill in the game kind of affects the ending which was yeah. really cool I didn't realize that I had just a blast like just murdering everybody and then <laughs> I get the shitty everyone. ending and I'm like oh what the fuck and yeah. I played through as normally. I, I actually like I did a playthrough where I didn't kill anybody, except the uh, like the main the the people that you're supposed to kill like the, yeah yeah didn't kill any of the guards. Yeah, I'm my thing with Dishonored two is like it looks good, it looks interesting. The key to me is that they don't hide half the story and all the lore away in these like notes that you find throughout the world that take yeah. five minutes to read. Because I'm sure some people love it. I, I enjoy lore. It's not that I don't like lore. It's that it's a really smooth game that's about movement and momentum becomes a mm -hmm. big part of that for me. And when I'm in the middle of flying around the map and sequencing kills together and doing all this stuff, when you make me stop and read something for at least for like five minutes, even, even like a minute, if I have to stop for 60 seconds or more to read something, yeah. you've killed my momentum. And I'm losing interest in yeah. whatever it is I'm reading. No, I agree completely. I had that problem and... with Skyrim in the books. Like, I was really getting into the lore of Skyrim, and then yeah. these books would be, like, pages upon pages, and they say, I don't fucking care. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't have time for this. I want to play the game. I let, get me back in the game. So, either switch... Like, that's why I love what, like, Bioshock does, where, yeah, there are these fairly lengthy sections of lore and backstory, but their voice, their audio yeah. logs. They just, they play while I keep playing, and... Fine, I can keep moving out and exploring the world while listening to it. That is what I want. And I understand that may not make sense for Dishonored's world, but if they could figure out a way to make it audio logs or just keep the damn things shorter, I'll be so much happier. Uh, but I, I, that is key to me deciding whether I'm there on day one because that really pissed me off in the first game. And it made it something where like I played through it once. I'm like, I'm never going to play through this game again because I, I, like, I don't really know what was going on in the story. Mm -hmm. I don't really care. I enjoyed the gameplay. I just didn't want to have to read pages upon pages of stuff to get yeah. any context uh it's just too much for me um, might, so might that was actually, really the bulk of i might actually do another playthrough of dishonored now that i'm thinking about it i have it for the playstation network yeah. on my ps3 i might play through that again yeah. because that is a fun fucking game it's a cool game it's fun um i just hated reading all i already this know stuff. the story so i wouldn't even yeah. have to i could just i don't i don't but i just ignore it on the way through. uh oh skyrim got remastered Right, Skyrim with Remaster. Mods, I forgot about the Skyrim Remaster. Consoles. I was, yeah, I was really taken back. I was expecting it's like, oh, it's just gonna be the PC version running at 1080p and 60 frames per second. No, no, no. They've like completely yeah. redone it. It looks really good, and I'm sort of like, fuck. Now I kind of want to yeah. try playing Skyrim again. Well, I'm, I'm gonna I get it just it. because the mods and because I haven't played Skyrim in a long time. Yeah. And it's I, I found I tried to play through Skyrim again. I found it hard to get into because the graphics are really outdated. And I got oh, yeah. really used to the PS4 controller, and going back to the PS3 controller mm -hmm. was rough. It's so rough. it'll it'll be nice. Yeah. I'll actually pick that up. Hopefully, I'll have money. We'll see. 
I'm interested in it, but yeah, money and time. Like, I just did a big E3 pre-order to set myself up to, like, the midpoint of next year, probably. Probably actually longer, because I... A couple of the games I pre-ordered, like, I think God of War will probably be a fall 2017 game. I don't think Mass Effect's going to be a... That's what I forgot. Mass Effect was at the EA conference. Oh, yeah. And and I forgot about this, because they showed all of five fucking seconds of gameplay for a game that's supposed to come out early next year. I don't think Mass Effect's coming out in 2017. I think it's going to get pushed back to 2018. I'm saying that now. Uh, which disappoints me, because I love the Mass Effect trilogy, and I pre-ordered Andromeda already. Um... But yeah, that's 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 how it goes. So yeah, that that basically covers Bethesda and EA. Bethesda had a stronger conference, but it's funny because I think the conferences got better as they. Yeah, went. Nintendo pretty much had the best one. No, I didn't. I watched the Zelda footage. It didn't I love Zelda, me, so just I don't even care, dude. I'm getting that. Yeah. That's the thing. I was I was talking to one of my other friends. He's like, "That was the best game of the show. It was the best game of the show." I'm like, "Was it the best game because of the game, or was it the best game because of Zelda? because it was Zelda?" And I watched it, and I'm like, this looks like every other open world game, but it's got a Zelda coat of paint. So if, if you love Zelda, fantastic, good for you. I mean, it looks like it'll be a good game. I don't have any nostalgic attachment to Zelda personally. So I just looked at it, I'm like, okay, I, I think yeah, I saw better I, games I've, this year. I've beaten Ocarina of uh, Time, I've beaten Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, Skyward Sword. I've played through a lot of A Link to the Past. I, I think I was actually at the final boss, just about, and then I just kind of stopped playing it because it was on the Game Boy. Uh, played through a lot yeah. of Phantom Hourglass. Uh, played through a lot of Majora's Mask. And I mean, Smash Brothers. Uh, got the Link DLC for Mario Kart 8. Um, mm. I had Four Swords for a little bit. Uh, then I, I didn't. Uh, Link's Crossbow Training. Uh, mass, I, I did the Master Quest. I love Zelda. Well then, yeah. Then that looks like it'll no, be No, you're wrong, Sandro. You. It's good for everybody. <laughs> There's one thing that actually kind of was weird to me is that he could just like climb any surface, and not by like gripping on handholds. He just probably like, got special gloves. I'm like, something. yeah, like there's, there's got to be something going on there because that just looks retarded. Like he's scaling like it's just a totally clean Which... cliffside, and he's just scaling it. It's like that how? might be why I get the the uh, the NX uh, instead of the Wii U. Yeah, I was hearing that they were showing the Wii U version. Apparently yeah. that looks a little rough, but it'll be yeah. gorgeous on NX. Um, so let's go. That was Sunday. Let's jump over to Monday, and we kick things off with the Microsoft press okay. conference. Before you go off, I'm not an Xbox guy, but there's one series that yeah. always makes me think, okay, maybe one day I'll pick up an Xbox console, and it's Dead Rising. Frank, Frank West Ooh. is back, baby, and, you know, he covered wars. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, no, I, I thought it looked good, and I liked the idea of a Christmas theme. I loved Dead Rising, Chop to the Drop on the Wii, yeah. and um, I think Dead Rising 2 was on the PlayStation 3, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Dead Rising 2 was, it doesn't look like 4 Which is going to be on sad. PS4. Uh, it makes me a little sad, yeah. Um, Wouldn't that be was... great if every even-numbered uh, Dead Rising game came out on the PlayStation system, and then... Uh, a full console generation later, they re-released the odd number ones on the Nintendo console. Where did that come from? Uh, we basically woke up and started. Yeah, I woke up at like 9.30, um, so. I was up at 10. <laughs> so, uh, the uh, the Dead Rising thing, I looked at it, I'm like, that's a game, I just, I, that, that looks like it'd be fun to just like, on Christmas Eve, be playing that. 
right? It's all Christmas cheer everywhere, and you're just in a mall massacring yeah. zombies. Um, but it gets into something that was very interesting about this press conference. Xbox is making a huge push towards a bigger ecosystem involving Xbox consoles and PC. They are no longer trying to compete with Sony and Nintendo. They're trying to compete with Google yeah. and Apple. Which was interesting. Uh, at the same time, I feel like they've undercut any reason to own an Xbox yes, console. Yes, exactly. Because every exclusive is coming out on Windows 10 as well. What they've done is they've maybe say, fuck, I need to upgrade to Windows 10. <clears throat> Not, I need and to go buy an they, Xbox. Aren't, isn't there some games which are cross-platform multiplayer now too? Cross-platform multiplayer, and if you buy Xbox versions of games, you get the PC version. For so... I don't know if it goes back the other way. I don't know if it goes back the other way. But they've sort of they've done a lot of stuff. This is very pro consumer, very pro like it gives a lot of choice to the consumer. But That's from a business really standpoint, cool. does it make that much sense? I, I guess they're maybe they're. I think it. I think it does because they being more PC, right? They're they're working towards being more PC and having the Xbox there for people who just don't mm-hmm. want a PC, because they've they've lost the, the oh so yeah. like, Remember the, the 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 PlayStation One came out and it it killed Sega and put. Nintendo in the back seat. PlayStation 2 came out and owned the world. I'm a Game Boy, a GameCube the Wii, purist, though. But it did but the, kill it in sales. The PlayStation absolutely. 2 owned... Yeah, uh, the PlayStation 3 was a fuck-up yeah. by Sony. It, it took the whole console generation. And, and, and the Wii was, the Wii was a that bizarre anomaly. Won that, that console war, hands down. Oh, it won yeah. that console war in sales. Like, Hardcore Nintendo, gamers will fight for that Xbox Yeah. But Nintendo, like Nintendo, never does that well. The the Wii isn't a, a bizarre. Not only that, but that was the same time as the fucking DS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was just a fucking insane time for them. And then the Xbox was able to capitalize on the PS3's fuck up, but the PS3 ended up catching up, and I believe it's surpassed it in sales now. Or they're like, they're neck and neck essentially. Uh, and the PS4 is back to being the PS2 and just yeah. decimating everything. Um, so I, they're they're just yeah they they have stopped competing in the console war, and they are. Um, they're pushing towards competing with Apple and Google. Uh, and that's interesting. It's interesting. I think it's probably the best thing for them to do. I don't know how it's going to affect the Xbox brand, because like we were saying, I see absolutely no reason to buy an Xbox. Yeah, no, I, I just... Um, the conference overall was solid. They showed a lot of stuff that's coming soon. Like, in the next yeah. 12 months, basically. Um, which was nice, but... The sort of the result of that is they didn't really show anything new either, uh, so it didn't have like a, a big, a super exciting moment. The big, the new stuff they really showed was hardware. Uh, so we got the Xbox One S, which is a slim model essentially, uh, that's coming out uh, this summer. Uh, they showed off the custom. You can build your own controllers now, like fully customize a controller and order it online. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was nice. I want Sony to do something like that because I think it'd be cool. The big thing is Project Scorpio. Uh, have you heard much about Project Scorpio? This is the next iteration of Xbox One that is apparently significantly more... Well, it is significantly more powerful. And it's this... Um, it's starting this push into there being premium and standard versions of a console. The game is built for like the standard version. It's um, it, it works across both. But you're going to get like lesser performance on the standard version. Uh, becoming a little more PC-like. Okay. Um, which is interesting. Uh, and it's interesting to see what's going on because Sony has their own like PS4K. It's it's referred to or or Neo, um, that's in the works. But based on we know the Xbox the, the Project Scorpio specs now. Based on the rumored specs for the Neo, it's significantly less powerful. Wait, 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 and the it's Neo is more powerful or the Scorpio? 
Let's... Less, less. The okay. Scorpio is more powerful. Um, but it's interesting because it seems like they're going for two different things here. Where, like, Xbox has, has I don't believe they've said... No, they've said everything's going to work... Uh, there's going to be... The compatibility is going to work across the board. But they're like, oh, you don't have to make a f- the game in 4K on Scorpio. Even though it's like it's, a, it's designed for 4K... Uh, you don't have to make it 4K. You could do 1080. So it's like, oh, so, so some people are going to do 1080p and just have ridiculously yeah. good graphics, which is interesting to me because, like, that changes up what the options are going to be with Scorpio. Whereas the PS4K seems to be purely like it is a slight boost on the PS4 that is designed to take those games that are running 1080p and 30 frames there and put them up to 4K yeah. and and or you know take a, a a 900p 30 frame game put it to 1080 and 60. It's meant to just give us a, 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 a slight performance boost rather than being this huge new thing that allows crazy new stuff. And it's going to be curious because they, they said the Neo exists. They, didn't, they said they weren't bringing it to E3 and they didn't. It's going to be interesting to see if those yeah. specs change now. Because right now it looks like they're going after two different things with these iterations on, on their current consoles. And that's interesting to me. Uh, so yeah, so um, back to just talk Microsoft Conference. There were a few games that were shown. There were a lot of games. We talked Dead Rising 4. Dead Rising 4 looks fun. Um, I thought Gears of War 4 I don't bad. even care about Gears of War. Everything I've seen of Gears of War 4 for, since that initial demo just look, looks bad to me. I'm not the biggest yeah. Gears fan, but I don't know. Something something looks off with that game. Um, we Happy Few, did you see that? Uh, no, I didn't. Check that out. It's like Bioshock Cross. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I might have actually. It's the game where they're all, like, they have these white masks and he doesn't take his joy pills. They're like, oh, he's a downer. And they, like, they turn on him and he's a really weird, it's like, it literally is like Bioshock Cross with a Clockwork Orange. It's crazy. And it looks really cool. Maybe I didn't. That, it's a really cool looking, it's probably the best thing I think I saw at, at their (laughs) conference. Um, Microsoft had some mm. bad moments too. They had they had a guy from EA come out and show the exact same Battlefield One trailer that was shown the day before and nothing else. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and then they did like this fifteen minute Minecraft section with this uh, like awkward Swedish dude and uh, not Kristen Schaal. Like a discount Kristen Schaal was cool. there. And I apologize, that's a horrible thing to say, because I know she's a real person and has a name, but she had a very strong resemblance, uh, and and it was weird and awkward, and uh, uh, Carmack yeah. came out with an what? Oculus headset and was, was was rambling about Minecraft and Oculus, and he's just off in his own little world. Like, what the fuck is going on right that, now? That guy, like, revolutionized the gaming industry with Romero, and now he's... Doing Minecraft shit. Yeah, it was. He was doing Oculus stuff, but he was there for. It was. There was a like a twenty-five minute lull of what the fuckery in that conference, and then they they turned it back around. Um, that's the the gist of what came out of Microsoft. Um, Ubisoft. Well, no, there's the PC game show, but that we're was. We're not I mean, PC gamers. Whatever. Um, we're not PC gamers. Um, the Ubisoft show was after that, and in their. Weird French way they started off with a dance number. Good for them. For for just yeah. All right, moving on. Which was no, they do they do this every year and usually it's really cringy. But like halfway through, Aisha Tyler just came on stage and cut yeah, them off, okay. and that was great. And that, this was the great thing. Like 
Aisha Tyler has hosted this thing five years in a row, and she's had mixed reviews from people online. Um, I like Aisha Tyler. I haven't necessarily always liked her hosting, and I feel that's because other people have been writing for her. And she's had to say this really cringeworthy, awkward stuff. This year, it seems like they let Aisha write for herself. And she was very funny. And I quite enjoyed their show. It was weird, but I enjoyed it. They they showed a bunch of the new Cell yes, Shock games. Yes, okay. I'm so on board for this. I pre-ordered this game. It looks I'm really so good. on I, board for... I want to say it. The Fractured but I'm really excited for it. Uh, Stick of Truth, I, I played a little bit of it. I really liked what I did play. This was so funny, yeah. and it's so the storyline is so perfect. South Park guys are just great. It was perfect. It's it's yeah. Civil War. What, you guys it's, you guys want to have a Civil War? Fuck yeah, Civil War! It's so the shots they're taking at Marvel and DC the entire time, right? They're talking with like the the black kid or whatever is talking about when he gets his own solo movie because they're planning out their like, cinematic universe. No, Marvel's universe. not doing it until Phase Three. And he's like. <laughs> And it's like, no, 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 we sneak that in in Phase 3. You're just taking his side because you have your own solo movie in Phase 1. Solo movie, yeah. Yeah. And Car- Cartman as the coon is the Iron Man of the universe. And it's so funny. And then when the other group breaks off, it's like, we're going to make our own cinematic universe. Like, they're like, good, fu- like, good luck with that, yeah. DC Comics. <laughs> the entire thing is so... That entire thing was so damn funny. And the fact that... You you is pre-order it, is, is it gonna, uh, the new game, and you is it going to be like what, Stick of Truth where you have your own character or do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're playing the new kid again. It takes. It's like the what they said is like if the Stick of Truth was one day where all the kids are playing fantasy, this is the next day, and now they're okay, playing awesome. superheroes. <laughs> is it a direct uh, sequel? Like, I think I think it's it's supposedly okay. a direct sequel. Yeah, I didn't play Stick of Truth. I pre-ordered Fractured But Whole. Because you get the PS4 remastered yeah. to Stick of Truth. So I'm playing through both those damn games, man. That that just looks so much fun to me. I'm like, they're parodying super like the MCU and super like this mm. is too much. I have to get this. I have to get it. Uh, so I'm so stoked. They they did a ton. They sh- they spent like 15, 20 minutes just showing that game. And Matt and Trey came out on stage. And they oh, were so fun. funny. And they made they made an awful joke about Kanye West. Uh because apparently Kanye West is making a game about his mother going to heaven, and they made—I don't remember the joke—but they made a joke about that, and it was ruthless. I love that. And the crowd, the crowd was sort of like, "Oh!" And they're looking at him like, "What the fuck did you expect from us?" Because no, they started talking about how this is. This I remember the lead into it was they started talking about how in this game there is a gay fish in South Park. It's like, oh no, Kanye's in this. Oh boy! So this, this, like they're they're not holding back. I love they're Matt and Trey. They're back. so funny. The, the world does not no, deserve. They're too Matt good for us. They're too good for us. Just so, oh, it was so funny, and oh, the the intro for Trials of the Blood Dragon. They're doing a Trials DLC based off Far Cry Which 3 Blood wicked. Dragon. Which was looks so much fun, and their intro for it was so ridiculous, and it was that was great. Um, they showed off Watch Dogs too, which yeah looks like Watch Dogs, but better. So okay, you know, screams Christmas game to me. Okay, uh, not the sort of game that um, I would I would spend my money on, but um, you know I'll, uh, I'll I'll you know I'll pick it up at some point. Um, well, so they showed some more For Honor. 
<laughs> they did. Have you see, have you no. seen much of this game? I played this game last year. It is it controls so well. It's so much fun. It's 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 Templars versus Vikings okay, versus cool. samurai. It's badass and it controls phenomenally. So they showed more of that. They showed some of the campaign and it looks really cool. Um, really looking forward to seeing more of that. Um, what else came out of that conference? They showed Ghost Recon yeah. Wildlands. That's what they showed after after Just Dance. Uh, it's massively oh, really? downgraded. Does it doesn't? I look heard about like it and I was like, all right, I'll check year. that out. See how that looks. But yeah, yeah, the, the the visuals are not on par with what they did last year. The game looks decent. I'm still not sure about calling it a Ghost Recon. I game. loved the Ghost Recon games back when and... I was a kid. Ghost Recon One and Two. I'd rent those from Blockbuster all the time. Yeah, it just it doesn't look like That's a Ghost a Recon game. game to me. Um, and yeah, I'm just I don't I'm not interested. It didn't do anything for me. I'm you know, it's a, a series uh, so. that I really enjoyed as a kid, similar to Ghost Recon. Uh, but the series kind of dropped off, and I lost interest in it after a while. And I'd love to see like a reboot, similar in style to the original three games. Or even four, because yeah, that one was fourth one was pretty good too. Although it wasn't called SOCOM four. I'm talking about SOCOM, SOCOM mm-hmm. one, two, and three. Oh yeah, those games were awesome. SOCOM three, I used to, I play that with my stepbrothers all the time. Getting in the Humvee yeah. and driving through the desert, sneaking up on guys, killing them, doing your objectives. Loved SOCOM and Ghost Recon. Whenever I think like whenever I think Ghost Recon, it takes me back to when I used to play Ghost Recon one and two and SOCOM two, two and three. Uh, those are the mm-hmm. days. Yeah, I don't know if SOCOM will ever come back, but maybe if enough people make noise, Sony will, will do something about it. I think it's, that's one of their most requested games to bring back, I believe. Um, so that was the gist of Ubisoft. Am I forgetting anything from Ubisoft? They showed some, some behind-the-scenes stuff of the Assassin's Creed yeah. movie. Um, but, looks decent. Yeah, looks like it might be a good movie. Um, otherwise, yeah, not a ton, just a solid conference. Then there was a long break, and we got Nintendo. to oh, okay, yeah. Sony. <laughs> We got to Sony. Worst conference. Easily worst what, conference. What a fucking right? conference. They, they completely dropped the They're in the Shrine Auditorium. No Don Cherry. Right? So instead of like an arena show, they're in this gorgeous looking theater. And there's an orchestra. And out comes Bear McCreary to compose the this epic theme that turns Fox out to be the theme for the new God of War. <laughs> Don Cherry came out to introduce the new God of War. Um, did, have you have you seen? Yeah, the it looks really cool. Every, they're right about the Norse mythology. Um, God. I Kratos is older and he has a son and yeah, a yeah, the beard, beard. A good addition to the beard. Uh, I'm. I never played much beard. of the God of War games. I played the PSP games that were ported to the PS3. Uh, those I had a lot of yeah. fun with those, but I never played any of the main series games. Um, Except for two. I, yeah, I, um, well, two, this is the director of two is back for this okay. one. It's Corey Barlog, who I mistakenly call Balrog half the time. Mistakenly. Um, no, um, so, uh, while he's back, it looks like a totally, like, new style of God of War with some inspiration from, like, Tomb Raider and The Last of Us, it looks like. Um, but... Like I've I I have never been a huge God of War fan. Somehow I have ended up owning every single God of War game. Just just it's hey, just sort of happening. console. That's good. Um, you're bound to have a God yeah. of War game pass through your collection. But it, yeah, yeah. It, but it really is something that I literally just sort of stumbled into. Like when my first PS3 broke, 
I decided to just stay with my PS2 for like a month until the Slim came out. And I'm like, well, I never played God of War 1 and 2 on, on PS2, so I'll go pick those up for cheap. So I got them. And then, you know, God of War 3 came out on PS3, and it was so hyped. So I'm like, oh, I gotta get God of War, God of War 3. Um, and then I end up getting, like, the PSP, the remastered versions for PS3 for Christmas one year. And then I got Ascension for free on PlayStation Plus or something like that. So I just sort of stumbled into having every call, uh, every God of War game. Um, uh, this one looks awesome. I got it pre-ordered. I'm down. What was that so other God of War game that came out? The one after three, what was it called? Ascension, right? Ascension. Okay. Ascension, yeah, yeah. Um, that, yeah, I haven't played through Ascension yet. It's, I don't have the space yeah. on my PS3 for it. It's, it's a big game. Um, so they went from that, and Sean Layden came out and uh, gave a, um, a, a little speech about the Orlando yeah. shootings and introduced the press conference. Everyone was sort of doing it. Um, except EA, actually. Everyone said something except EA. Um, which, to be fair, like, that was something where, like, you don't yeah. really know what to do there, right? Like, you should, maybe you should say something, but maybe you shouldn't. Uh, like, yeah, EA was in a bit of a tough spot because yeah. they were the first to go as well. And then people got upset at them for not doing anything, so everyone did something. But I think uh, Sean Laid maybe had the best, um, the, the, the best sort of speech. Not to rank them, but it was... Part of it has to do with just the setting overall, like where they were, the fact there was an orchestra there, and it was, you know, everyone was suited up. It was like it was it was well done. Um, from there, we went into Bend Studio, finally showing their new game, Days Gone. Looks very similar to The Last of Us, but it is an open world sandbox game. That's the uh, biker zombie one, right? It's the biker. It's the yeah, biker that was zombie cool. game. Yeah. That looked interesting to me. I'm not sure yet. It looks a little rough, a little early. They've said it's very early in development. Um, so, um, yeah. But it looked, it looked interesting. It looked good. Um, I look forward to seeing more. I'm glad Sony Bend has finally shown uh, a game. So, yeah. We'll look forward to seeing some more Days Gone. Uh, from there, we went into more of her... No, we went to The Last Guardian. That's not going to be able to The Last Guardian finally has a I'm release sorry. date. I, I, I think it'll be a great game. But it's going to get... It'll be if Duke Nukem Forever was good. That's what the Last Guardian's gonna be. It's, it, I don't, I don't, I don't think, think it'll so. live up to the I hype. The, it's been so long. But the thing, the thing is, Last Guardian hasn't bounced around developers. I, and, I'm not saying it's gonna be bad. I think it's gonna stuff. be a great game. But it's been what seven years? Yeah. People, there are there are a lot of people who are gonna be disappointed with it. I think it's gonna be a fantastic game. It looks incredible. The music was getting me all teared up. It's coming out October 25th. So, people have actually played it now. That's one of the big takeaways from E3 is people are like, I played The Last Guardian today. I never thought I'd say that. So that's, uh, yeah, that was, that's a, a bit of a big moment. Um, and they did that smart. They, they were very smart about that. It was like a 90-second trailer, showed some new stuff, release date. That was it. That's all we need yeah. to see from that game at this point. And then very happy with um... that. From there, we went into Horizon <laughs> Zero Dawn. And we got another gameplay demo of that. God damn that game, dude! I didn't see anything about it, so like, you didn't. You got you got to watch Summer Horizon Zero Dawn. It is I I can't believe that's a video game. It 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 looks insane. I'm so excited. I have it pre-ordered February 28th next year. Please tell me we don't have any homework from school oh, we will. around we that will. time because I'm just gonna disappear. I'm gonna be gone. Um, Horizon looks so good. It showed. It showed that this really is a fleshed-out RPG. That was something I was really worried about. Is this just like an action game with RPG elements? No. There are dialogue trees. There's skills. There's crafting. There's like there is all sorts of stuff that you'd expect out of an, a, a role-playing game. 
Um, so I'm really excited to to see some of that. Um, from there, they showed Detroit Become Human. Yes, from which looked really Quantum interesting. Dream. They they did the uh, de- uh, not Deus Ex yes. Heavy Rain. Uh, yeah, no, it looked really good. Uh, I played a lot of Heavy Rain. I had a lot of fun with it. Didn't beat it uh, because someone spoiled the ending for me, and I just stopped caring about the title or about oh. the storyline. But yeah, this one looks uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, it was very cool. It gave me some Deus Ex vibes. That, that's why I started saying uh, Deus Ex. Yeah, some some. It, it looks like Heavy yeah. Rain with androids. It's very cool. You're gonna be playing as multiple characters. They had this really cool detective stuff going on. They did a fantastic job of showing all the different ways you can make the situation turn out differently. Um, and there's a ton mm-hmm. of options. It looks like. And I'm sort of like, how the fuck are they doing this? This is crazy. And normally I sort of mock David Cage's games and Quantic Dream because he has some some cheesy writing. Mm. This looks cool. This looks really cool. I will check Jason! it out. Jason! I, I, I want to see some more. <laughs> Jason! Uh, but I will check it out. It looks... Um, I'm impressed. It showed very well. Much better than mm. its previous showings. And there's something about Crash Bandicoot moving on. Uh, there that. No, that wasn't... No, no, no. We didn't get to Crash Bandicoot next. The next thing they showed was Resident Evil. Yeah, well, okay, I got a lot to say about this because I am a diehard Resident Evil fan. I've, I've played Resident Evil 0, Umbrella Chronicles, Operation Raccoon City, Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil 5, Resident Evil... I even played through all of Resident Evil 6. Yes, oh, I love the Resident Evil games. The bad ones break my heart. I, I actually do like Resident Evil 5, though. I yeah, Resident Evil 5 is a I know good a lot game. of people don't like it, though. The, the, it's, not, it's not scary, yeah. but it's a great um, game. What was that that other rail shooter one? The something, whatever's the Chronicle, like the sequel to Umbrella Chronicles, Dark Side Chronicles. Played through all of that. Played a little bit of Resident Evil 2. I love me some Resident Evil. Resident Evil, uh... What was the the one where they go to Antarctica? Yeah, it's Resident Evil... It was on the Sega. It was on the Sega. It, it came out on the. I don't. I don't even know. There's. There's so many of those games. I've yeah, lost how do I that games. one's really good too. Jill Valentine's in it, and uh, yeah. Anyways, so when I was watching the trailer for it, I both was excited but also disappointed. I like when they've always been talking. They want to reboot the Resident Evil series. They want to revamp it. They want to take it back to its roots. The thing is. If they just completely rebooted the series, they just just called this one like Resident Evil, I'd be fine with the whole first person perspective and the walking through a haunted house. And I I don't know what the whole game's gonna be like. I'm speculating based on what we saw. And but if but I just I just I don't want to step in here. The trailer they showed from that kitchen demo and from the beginning hours yeah. teaser that's playable. None of, that's not, in, not the in the game. But is it? Is that, it first that's person? totally separate. Yeah, I the game is first person. That. But it's 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 not like an Outlast or a PT where you can't fight back. There are weapons you can fight. There's um, resource management and puzzles and all that stuff that you expect from Resident Evil. It's in first person now. Which I don't know how I feel about that because now it just feels even though you can fight back, it just it feels like they're trying to do the indie horror thing right now. And to me, that's Resident Evil is like Hollywood action horror film. With or a Hollywood big budget horror film, and the third and the third person and the camera angles really added to that. That's something that I really love about those games. I remember Resident Evil Four was the first one I played. The atmosphere in that is just amazing. 
the cinematics, you know, the, I, all of that was just amazing, like breathtaking. I got the remastered Resident Evil for the Wii. Mm. Just like it's so good. And then put, watching this, even though I know you're gonna have weapons to fight back, I know there's gonna be puzzles. It's gonna be a very similar game. The first person just doesn't feel like Resident Evil. But I, I'm willing to, you know, knock that aside to give the series a chance. But calling it Resident Evil Seven feels wrong because. Well, no, they've said it's a continuation. They're, we don't know how, but they've said it's a continuation. And even I've been playing. I've played through the beginning hours teaser. I've found stuff referring to Umbrella Corpse and like. So Umbrella's still in there, right? This is they're, they're, This is still very much the Resident Evil universe, but it's it's they had to reset. And maybe they maybe they overcorrected a bit after Resident Evil Six jumped. The See, shark that's the thing. How do you fix what you did in Resident Evil Six? Yeah, like you like the, the, you you basically had to just go back to the drawing board with that, and they've gone back and they've taken those core tenets of of horror, I'm excited, resource don't... management, combat, puzzles, and it kind of it bugs me. Like I understand, like I'm I'm sort of in the same boat a bit where it's like first person. This isn't really Resident Evil, but I'll give it. Okay, a see how this goes. It's a creepy game. It is a creepy game. Um, so I'll give them that. But like some people on the internet are losing their minds over it. I'm like, you got, you guys were all begging for horror. Yeah, you've been talking about how Resident Evil's jumped the shark, and it's like the series is dead, and all this stuff, and they're breathing fresh life into it, and now you're complaining. Yeah, no, see, that's the thing. I think it's gotten to the point where Resident Evil has been so battered and beaten that people just love to hate on it now, and they don't actually want it to be fixed. They want it to keep coming out so they can keep shitting on it, whether the games are good or not. And here's Mm. the thing: I maybe I may be saying that I'm like I'm not really that you know thrilled with the whole first person perspective. Other than that, it looks incredible. It looks so good. Oh, it's, it's, it's a creepy freaking game. And that's that's what they've done. It's like, I will take an actually scary Resident Evil over, you know, most of the stuff we got the last six, you know, well, last six years. When, when did five come out? 2010? Yeah. So six and, years. And you know what? So um, I'll say this about Resident Evil 6. The Leon campaign was pretty good. Everything else about that game was not. <laughs> the Chris campaign oh, was No, the worst, even worse was Wesker's son. Oh, Oh, was oh, that one worse? God. It depends who you talk to. Some people, some people actually like that one. <laughs> um, Resident Evil Seven. So Resident Evil Seven happened. It's gonna be fully playable in PlayStation VR. I don't think I have the I balls just don't to, have do the money to do that. Oh yeah, the money is you know, another another matter. Then they showed off a bunch of VR stuff. They showed off this first-person shooter called Farpoint. Mm. It looks interesting. Uh, they showed off Star Wars VR Battlefront X-Wing Mission. I want to buy the PlayStation VR just to play that. I want to fly around in a goddamn That'd be X-Wing. Cool. That's all. I wonder, I, that's all I want. You know, like some theaters got D-Box now. I wonder if like some theaters who do like the video game nights will you'll like do VR, VR? in the D-Box. That'd be crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, that'd be like playing Resident Evil Seven in VR and D-Box yeah. would be horrifying. Like you just like you, you can't see around you and your chair starts moving. Oh fuck. Oh. Um. So they showed that they showed there's a Batman yeah. VR thing coming out. Um. Uh. And what else was there? I feel like I'm missing something. Oh, there's Final mm-hmm. Fantasy Fifteen. I'm not a big Final um, Fantasy guy. I was interested in Fifteen, but I, the the demo they showed at Xbox was horrible. Mm-hmm. Something went wrong with that demo. Um, the trailer they showed at PlayStation was better, and then they showed this VR thing that was just sort of silly and fun. But I'm, you know, I'm not a huge Final Fantasy guy. Um, 
And then from there, they went to Crash... No, it's not Crash Bandicoot. They went to Call oh, of Duty. Look, it looked good. Like, it looked better than that first trailer did, but I just I don't care about yeah. Call of Duty anymore. I just really don't. I'm burnt out. That This demo made me... This demo made me actually kind of care about Call of Duty. That looked, yeah, it looked awesome, fun. dude. That it looked so cool. Flying around space shooting guys looked fun, but... I don't know, man. I'm so burnt out on future first-person shooters. I don't... I don't know. I'm. I'm really. Interested. I might pick this one up if I can find a way to get the Legacy Edition for a little cheaper. The one that comes. You know, with the you know what I'd like, remaster. Sandro. I would like a War of 1812 first-person shooter. I like going backwards <laughs> in time. I. I want. Yeah. Get. Oh, you know what'd be um, good? The Boer War. I want a Boer War game. That'd be fun. Yeah, that's when the Boer British War? went down to Africa and they were fighting the Zulus and whatnot. That'd be fun. Could you imagine that multiplayer? That. That'd be so unbalanced. You'd be playing as the English and the Canadian forces with like rifles and guns, and then the opposing team would be Zulus with like spears and bows and arrows. I have a feeling you cause up, like you kick up all sorts of like race. Oh, issues possibly. So many people get upset. So many people get upset. Exactly why I want um, it, man. I, I don't. I, there's not enough controversy <laughs> in the world. You just, you just want to see the world. Yeah, win. pretty much. Um, Make gaming great again, sucks. Sandro. It's, it was, it was, it was Make a shitty me. weekend. Uh, okay. So from that, then, then we which got not the a lot to say. Let's move on. No, well, nothing. Actually, let's yeah, not even mention. Crash Bandicoot one to three rebuilt for the PS4 and Crashing Skylanders. I was just trying to be joking because I know you were excited about it. They really, they really didn't say a ton. They came which out, was enough, honestly. Yeah, and it was kind of funny because they came out. They're like, "Yeah, we're doing, we're doing, we're rebuilding the originals," and then they sort of like swept into the rugs. Like, "Oh yeah, he's gonna be in Skylanders too." <laughs> like it was very clearly that was the deal they had to make with right. Activision. Um, and they yeah they were very much just like yeah look at we're doing this we're doing this yeah, yeah, yeah you're all excited we're doing this and this thing's here too okay <laughs> and to be honest he, the Skylanders yeah. stuff actually looked decent. I was actually looking at like fuck maybe we'll pick up Skylanders <laughs> Crash you know, and just just yeah, play Crash stuff. Ignore the rest of the game. Just play the Crash stuff. Uh, I'm I'm happy. I'm I'm very happy about that. I'm 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 glad Crash is uh, is coming back. So um, that's nice. What did they show after that? Um, um, dum I'm forgetting something. They showed Days Gone gameplay after that. They showed the trailer earlier, but there was something oh, else. Oh, seven days to. Didn't they show seven days to die? No. Um. Crash. No. Oh Kojima yeah, 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 yeah. Came out. And that he's was doing what that. It was. Kojima had the grand entrance with Brothers in Arms from the Mad Max and also those soundtrack. weird steps that he outwalked. <laughs> he, he and then it was the, what's his name, Redis from The Walking Dead, and there's dead whales or something yes, like yes. that. So um, a lot of people are speculating that it's a big metaphor for his time at Konami and having Metal Gear Solid taken away from him, um, and that that stuff isn't going to have much to do with the game. Um, but he came down and. He's like, hello everyone, I'm back, and everyone lost it, and he looked so happy, and I was, I was so happy to see yeah. Kojima happy again. Um, and he was so psyched to be up there, and he, he was so excited to show this, this teaser for his new game, Death mm -hmm. Stranding. And yes, Norman Reedus is back, uh, and naked Norman Reedus and his Norman fetus were uh, in this very strange mm -hmm. trailer. Um, it's a horror game, right? It's supposed. That to... got me excited. It's it's. He said it's okay. an action game, but then apparently he also said like the first few hours of it are an action game, and then it turns into something mm. else entirely. 
so I think there's definitely going to be some horror in there. Uh, Kojima, being Kojima, went around talking about the concept for the game, saying absolute nonsense that none of us understand, but we yep. trust him because he's Kojima. Um, and then they finished by showing uh, the Days Gone uh, gameplay demo. There's speculation that a Red Dead trailer was cut because um, apparently the the rumor is it's been the rumor's been there have been holes poked in the rumor now, but the speculation was that the the trailer or the teaser or whatever it was was heavily based around um, a character coming in and shooting. A okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. And with the Orlando shootings, apparently the speculation is the trailer was pulled okay. at the last minute. Now, I don't. I'm not um, even upset about that. Don't. That yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know whether that's true. Like the rumor that again, the next part of the rumor is that they're recutting the trailer and it's it, they're going to unveil it okay. end of this week or next week. Um, don't really know. But Adam Boys has come out and said that's not true. That wasn't in our show. We've been content locked on our show for months. Um, okay. So I don't really know. But it's something that, uh, yeah, it would absolutely uh, make sense if that happened. Well, it's unfortunate. Uh, it would have been a freaking killer way to end that conference. Um, yeah, given given the tragedies mm. in Orlando, um, yeah, pulling that trailer was probably yeah. the best if that is what happened. Um, and then that that wrapped the press conferences. Um, Nintendo had their, their treehouse stream. Pokemon and Zelda and shit I don't care about. Did they, did they show anything? Other I, I mean, it's Nintendo, so, like, I just looked up Nintendo E3 2016 on YouTube, and I saw, like, things for trailers for, like, eShop games, I think, and I didn't even bother clicking on them because oh, okay. I didn't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was, so this sounds like it was very clearly, like, oh, my God, people are freaking out that we're only showing Zelda. Yeah. Throw something else in there. Um, apparently the Pokemon stuff looks I, I, like um, Pokemon's a series that I loved as a kid and a teenager, and now I just don't care yeah. anymore. I don't got time for it. Uh, my 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 fascination with Pokemon is always just being yeah. collect all the cards. And sometimes I you know, I'll go buy a deck of cards and mm. add them to my collection. I, I you know, and I watched the anime when I was younger. I had never cared for the games. Um I know that's weird, I never played them, I just I, you know, it never was something that I was into. Um but Zelda, we talked a bit about Zelda earlier. Um I love Zelda man. For it. I love Zelda. Yeah. It's so fun. It looked good. How was Don Cherry presenting he that? He came out. He said, "I said sub Zelda." I look at him. Good, good, high, brilliant kid out there. He's calling. Yeah. Me oh, yeah, absolutely. Time, right. Just, just doesn't get it. God damn it, grapes. God damn it, grapes. I had Zelda running um, around his horses and he's getting. Oh, just named Link. That's not a. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's safe to say your game of show would be Zelda. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I mean. Yeah, no, I no, no. To, to make a call? Game of show. All right, let's wrap with that. Let's say what are Yeah, yeah, I'm saying let's wrap Ooh, with the game of okay. show Okay. Right this is tough, actually. Um, yeah, I, I, I want to say something else, but I, th I think it's, it's Zelda. Zelda for you. For me... It's it's Horizon yeah. Zero Dawn. I'm I'm a big fan of the guys at Car at Gorilla. That game looks absolutely insane to me. I like visually. I can't believe it's real. Like it's 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 just ridiculously good looking. And their I mean their tech's always been in place. Their art team has always been phenomenal. And now it's just it looks like it's chugging along with the gameplay systems and something total totally new for them. 
Um, and looks yeah. it looks so good. I'm so excited for that game. So, you know, I don't have a, a magnet with my face to give them to put on their wall, like kind of funny, but <laughs> um, that's that's my yeah, game. Yeah. Okay. Show, cool. For sure. Um. And, uh, you know, as usual, as I've done at the end of every single Now Playing podcast, I announced something from the WWE. Uh, so Cor- Corporate <laughs> so Kane is back WWE. on Raw, uh, which is really ex- it's not exciting at all because Corporate Kane sucks. <laughs> uh, and the draft is coming up soon. So get ready for that when the WWE brand split draft comes back because they're splitting the brand. It's going to be SmackDown versus Raw again. I'm really excited about that. I really enjoyed the brand split. That was one of my favorite periods of wrestling to watch. So that's coming up. I still know nothing about wrestling, so there we go. Uh, actually, all my knowledge about wrestling comes from Max Landis's wrestling isn't yeah. wrestling <laughs> video. Uh, which actually reminds me, I spotted Max Landis downtown uh, okay, a couple cool. weeks ago. I was going out. I was going out to dinner with my dad. We're just driving down. Where were we? We were uh, on Main. I think we were like pretty high up on Main. We were up around like the sure. 30s or 40s or something. No, no, not far. Maybe in the twenties. Um, and we're just driving down uh, towards Steel Toad, um, where we shot yeah, yeah. Uh, a commercial. And I see Max Landis. Max Landis just fucks walks by. And it was just so obviously Max Landis because I mean his hit a haircut, his haircut. But I'm sort of looking. I'm just going like, what, what? What? And then I sent out a tweet. It's like, so I was driving around downtown Vancouver, and I'm pretty sure I just saw Max Landis walking around. He tweeted back at me saying, like, yeah, he did. I'm like, cool. I mean, I already knew because I went looking, and I found out he's showrunner on a show that's filming up here right now. Um, but, uh, yeah, I spotted Max Landis, and that was random. Living in Vancouver. There we go. There, there's there, there's my tie into wrestling. Perfect. Good job, Sandro. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Let's let, There we go. We've, we've, we've finished up another episode of Now Playing. Uh, plug your Twitter and whatever else yeah, you want to plug. Yeah, it's just B-Movie Ben. Same as usual. I don't do anything. I just basically use that stuff to kind of keep up to date on what's going on in the world. I don't even really use Twitter that much. Uh, if you... If you, you got you, you got featured by Kevin well, Smith. You got times. me featured by Kevin Smith a couple of times. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, my only plug would be check out next week's Now Playing Podcast. I'll be on that. Oh, actually... <laughs> Uh, check out uh, Aberration Pictures on YouTube. I've uh, made some friends at work, and they do a really great job making videos. Uh, their channel is called Aberration Pictures, and they have a really great series called Blood and Blues, and I, I don't think they'd mind me plugging it because they're really talented guys. So. Okay. Nice. All right. And then for me, I am at Delta Knuckin on Twitter, and this is my channel, so you're already here. Uh, unless you're listening to it on SoundCloud, because we do have the MP3 version on SoundCloud. If the MP, uh, if you are listening to that, there are links in uh, in the, on the SoundCloud page uh, to both our channels and our Twitter accounts and all that good stuff. Uh, so yeah, next week, uh, of course, we'll be back with another episode of Now Playing. Hopefully, I'll have watched some movies by then, uh, so we can talk about something other than games. And I suspect next episode will probably be a little more movie focused because we've had two very video games. Okay, cool. Back to back. Hey, find the stories. It's E3, dude. It, Finding Dory is coming out. I don't know. I'm gonna go I don't see know it. if we'll see it. I'm still avoiding that theater. Why is that? Okay, let's wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, we plugged. See you guys. <laughs>